Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at Facebook.com slash Makeup Kennedy and brought to you by WowFreeCam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Good evening, everyone. It's Friday night. For most of you, you're winding down. For some of us, it's been a weird day. Uh, hot, cold, snowy. We had some hail up here in the Great White North. Pretty bizarre stuff. Uh, how are things in the big metropolis of Philadelphia, Thomas? Well, um, in case there's any new listeners, I bill myself from Philadelphia, but I'm actually from Clifton Heights, the uh, palatial estate in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania. The suburb of Philadelphia. Well, I didn't know if you. How's my audio, by the way? I just kind of set up here. Your audio sounds good. Sounds good, sir. All right. It's been another wild and wacky week. Actually, not even a week, because I guess we were on Tuesday. And already. Yeah, but like, even the stories that we posted to each other, there's still like 10 that we probably wouldn't have time to cover, so. It's yeah, amazing how buried, many fucking idiots are out there. <laughs> buried in more uh, celebrity stupidity, left-wing and right-wing nuttiness as the world continues to <laughs> roar full speed downhill into a fire because it's just nuts. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it anymore, except we feel like it's our duty to talk about this stuff there off the front page. And, and I said even, even between our, our format today, at about, uh, I don't even know what time that was that I sent you the format. Well, noon, roughly, so about 1 o'clock your time. And even tonight, there's been more stories that popped up about oh, some Jesus fairly big Christ. names. Sounds um, like Jay Moore's podcast. Anyway, sorry, easy play on words. <laughs> I'm warming up. Um, so, I don't know, you want to start with where we where we planned and see where we, see where it goes from there? Sure. Uh, All right, fair uh, enough. Keep, keep, keep an eye on the, the phone line. I I did invite a few old friends and uh, one idol. So, uh, you know, just run by me an area code if anybody calls in. Okay, fair enough. Um, so for those of you, if you've been living under a rock or maybe you just don't care, uh, Super Chef Anthony Bortown took his own life. Uh, earlier in the week, um, allegedly. That in, allegedly, um, that uh, that in itself is not a unusual thing for for celebrity or Hollywood these days. It was the uh, or what we perceive to be the massive attempt to deflect blame from anyone and everyone 
uh, including a wild rant that Rose McGowan made where uh, she didn't blame him even, but then blamed him. Um, I don't blame anyone you for not wanting, to read, not wanting to read Rose McGowan's tweets because they're crazy. And it's hard to follow. You know, my mother's, you know my mother's name is Rose, and I never trusted that bitch either. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't know your mom's name was Rose. How about that? I don't yeah. That. Um, so yeah, so she's uh, and, and nothing has nothing has really come out since to say otherwise. But uh, like I said it was almost like uh, you know I don't know it was like crowd control. It seemed like they wanted to make sure that nobody was going to blame um, his girlfriend, who is Asia Argento, for. for and for those who don't know, she is one of the uh, original uh, women on the uh, Harvey Weinstein wagon. Um, is she the gook? Is she the gook porn star that takes on like eight guys? And that's uh, Asia. That, no, that was Asia Carrera. That's just Asia. Yeah. Never <laughs> Asia mind. Carrera. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can talk about her later too if you like. But come on, slanted eye, whatever. Yeah, big fan of hers. But anyway. Um, and another, you know, and then another part of me goes, why, why does anybody even care? So the guy killed himself. That's tragic. Uh, moving on, uh, you know, why, why do celebrities feel? I guess Val Kilmer today came out with a. I didn't read it. I just read a synopsis of it. That uh, he wrote a scathing letter of Anthony Bourdain and what a coward he was for, for killing himself. And then of course that no. first Rose McGowan, Rose McGowan had to come out and then defend. You know, yesterday she was saying it was, it was his fault. Now she's defending him. Um, it doesn't change a thing. He's dead. Um, the only thing I did read, all... and then I'll get that. They're all I'm not. Sorry. I'll tell you one more thing, and then I'll take, get your take on it. Um, the only thing I did read was that she, uh, Asia Argento was spotted uh, in somewhat shady circumstances with another man who was not of course, Anthony Bourdain, and it wasn't long, two days later that he's dead. And I've never even heard the method of suicide, so I, I I don't know if that matters or not either, but I think sometimes it does, depending on what you've done to kill yourself. I don't know if he was a rope hanger, too, or not. Um, there's just a lot of he, shit he going pulled, on there. He allegedly pulled a, a mork-from-work uh, doorknob uh, job. Okay. Um she uh she should change her name to euthanasia. Um anyhow. <laughs> this thing on. No. Um, I pop for that. It's about time. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I am uh, I'm in a good mood tonight because you know my life is changing for the better and not just here on the airwaves but in my shoot jobs search of you know, no, 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 no. Um, no, 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 no. We, some kind we of transformation. Wait till I'm actually... to, to, no, no, I mean, yeah, like, uh, you're not going to yeah. tell me that you're turning into, like, Terry Robinson or something? Tara no, I Robinson. might change my name. Who knows? Right. Um, Fair enough. But uh, yeah. we were talking about Bourdain Poor, Poor and and that, uh, what the fuck's her name, Euthanasia, uh, Euthanasia was one of the first Weinstein people. And fucking uh, Bourdain tweeted some shit. He's a happy motherfucker off the addiction in France, uh, filming a fucking show and a dream job, making big bucks. He can sit down and cook and make anything that's tasty and awesome. 
He had uh, everything in the world. And, you know, you see people, like there's stories about Robin Williams going to dinner with people, like uh, Gilbert Gottfried even went to dinner with towards the end. With uh, It was a weird mix. It was like Billy Crystal and somebody else and Gilbert. And uh, Gilbert was in Aladdin with him or some shit. But uh, Gilbert was all like marking out uh, when they said goodbye and to Robin Williams. And he says, thank you for spending so much time with us or whatever. And, and, and Robin's response was, I'm very lonely. And like, you know, it's telling, like people give like a, a fucking, I mean, I've been trying to give a trail, but nobody gives a shit and picks it up. So I, I won't off myself, but you know, I, I could pull an R Bud Dwyer at any time, but nobody gives a shit about me, but other people leave trails. Anthony Bourdain, from what I understand, didn't leave a trail. Um, looked like he was happier than ever. And there was some kind of a, you know, Weinstein, Democratic, Clinton fucking tweets with uh, Asia Carrera yeah, was, or whatever the fuck her name was. Both. He, he, t- he tweeted that he had finally met uh, HRC's uh, operatives, I believe was the word he used. And we assume yeah, HRC is Hillary, is Hillary Rodham Clinton, and that it was eye-opening. But then McGowan you know tweets, HRC. Yeah, then All McGowan right. tweets back at that that it really wasn't. That's not what it was. That really she thinks maybe um, it was an attempt uh, to get even with Asia Argento from that. That Harvey, Harvey Weinstein had uh, Bordeaux whacked. And I'm thinking, okay, well, if, I mean, if Harvey Weinstein was going to whack anybody, it, it wouldn't be Anthony Bardone, though. He'd whack Rose McGowan, right? If you're going to whack someone. Well, I mean, she got, uh, I, 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 you know, she's saying that he got her set up. That fucking, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. <laughs> that fucking whore. She was on, uh, she was on Howard, uh, you know, telling about how she was fucked up and how she was an asshole and a junkie and shit like that. And now it was found in her wallet in an airport by some dude who makes like 10 bucks an hour to be like a, uh, you know, it wasn't even a, uh, what do you call them? The, the, the ones that frisk you. What are those dudes called? Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, I mean, I don't know what the hell they're called either. It wasn't a transport safety uh, hey, guy. Or it, I mean, any of this we kind of should stuff. know. A, Maybe you should know. It was a mall basically. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, the the $8 an hour dude with no benefits is is getting uh in the mix to frame Rose McGowan. Fucking it's such a shame because these hot bitches with the tits and the ass like she was on she was on that she was uh charmed more like cooped. Fuck, man. She was uh, she was with that fucking Alyssa Milano who is just awful now. Um she was so hot too. It's like, at least she admitted the mental illness. So like, maybe give her like a a, a fucking cocktail of Prozac and Klonopin or something, and maybe she'll shut the <laughs> fuck up. But I mean, Jesus Christ, this Rose McGowan has a hot body, and I, I looked at her the latest picture after you sent me that she got indicted because I didn't even know that. And um, she looks like fucking Sinead O'Connor, fuck Matthew Broderick. And she's the illegitimate product, you know, product of those two. And she used to be smoking hot. I mean, I guess she can't change that body, but still, she's uh, talked about oppression and Me Too. Well, guess what? Uh, jail I've been in uh, for 
once or twice, and uh, she'll be a Preston there. Look at it this way: I just uh, she's off in Europe. Um, she wrote some book apparently, which I wasn't even aware of. Um, uh, apparently, a catcher she, in the rye. <laughs> Did she originally she send be, that? Yes, she might have. Uh, even though apparently she's she's into the Me Too movement that hasn't stopped her from being a diva. Apparently, this is her part of her uh, uh, contract rider. Um, she must be met by someone of stature at the reception. So I don't know if that means you know <sighs> Manute Bowl or somebody important or, or somebody tall. I'm not sure. Um, don't refer to her as a star. She knows she's one and sees no reason to have it brought up. You're not allowed to have eye contact with her, no direct questions, and don't stand too close to her. Do not offer her what, any she the police? I guess. Come on, give me, you know, it, give me something. It gets, it gets, don't stand too oh, don't, close. Don't stand no so close to me. Well, that, and You're that going too about, fast. Yeah, and that is about uh, a teacher who didn't want to be accused of uh, diddling his students. Uh, anyway. Um, Young teacher, the subject... Of schoolgirl fantasy. Anyway, Anthony Bourdain, more, more like Bourdain. Sorry. So anyway, I mean, regardless, like this chick is, you know, she makes it that it's all about the whole Me Too thing, but she's off busy trying to make money too. You know, she's probably yeah, ain't she going? And, ain't she going to jail though? Well, she's only been indicted. That I mean, she's a, they'll have to. I guess now they have to get together and look at the the evidence and see if they're going to take it to trial or not. But you know how your American legal system works. Nobody else seems to be able to figure it out. I never can. Yeah, well, if she's not OJ and she got caught with something, or X-Pac, who, who's a buddy of mine from the old days, who actually got fucked over, by the way, I believe, and I always proclaimed his innocence at LAX, but... Um, Anyhow, uh, you know, despite my anti-Me Too and my anti-cut-your-fucking-hair-short-and-start-talking-retarded rants, objectively, she's guilty as a motherfucker. Yeah, well, I don't know how she can't be. I wouldn't be surprised if she raped Weinstein. That's where the coke came from. Probably so. I don't, I don't know. It's just the whole thing is a mess. They're flinging mud at one another. They're, uh, what I like about it is they're starting to eat their own. That's the part that I find. That's you know, that's even what's tur- fucking so funny, dude. Yeah, like they're turning uh, on each this, other. I got to go off the uh, format for a while because you just tricked something in my memory. I saw something like three in the morning the other night. It was like literally like last night or the night before. Um, it was an Uber driver that was a Muslim dude, right? So, you know, everybody on the left is into, like, you know, equality and uh, whatever that's called, I- inclusion and inclusion, whatever the fuck yeah. they're saying. One of their, it's one of their yeah. big words. So the Uber driver was like this fucking uh, Muhammad Atta-looking motherfucker, and, and like Middle Eastern dude, and, and two lipstick lesbians. Obviously, they weren't fucking real, but... Um, because they look pretty hot and, you know, whatever. Um, they were making out in his car, and that's like 
way overboard for like a Muslim, uh, radical Islam. I'm not saying he's radical Islam, but you know what I mean. Um, so I've dri- I've driven Uber before. You're not an Uber employee. You're an Uber partner. It's your fucking car that you pay for. So Uber doesn't make the fucking rules. You do. And, you know, I feel weird who to defend here because I'd rather see two chicks making out than a dude pulling out a carpet praying six times a day. But in my opinion, if I'm going to be, you know, uh, (coughs) consistent, I got to take the fucking Arab dude's side because – he believes that that's inappropriate, and it's his vehicle, so he has every right to kick those fucking bitches out. And they were like, no, I'm going to get so. you fucking fired and all this other shit. And It's just like the cake with the two fags, and they targeted that guy that we talked about last week, the Christian dude. It's like if they got the right to the fucking cake and get the marriage, he's got the right to fucking not give them it because he believes what he believes. Yeah, there's got be to be a middle somewhere. Wherever it is, it can't be all the way to the left or all the way to the right. That doesn't work, and never will. So, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt that story. I I meant to send you, and I forgot because it was it happened like. No, nothing. I mean, it is. It does provide, and it's a different slant. Now, what if it was uh, a white guy driving, and it was two chicks in the in burkas in the back? And they started doing something. I don't know where and they, yeah, going, maybe they're not, like maybe, maybe they're not making out, but maybe they're doing something else that makes him uncomfortable. Is he within his rights to stop the car and ask him to get out? Um, <laughs> as as a former driver, if uh, you know anybody covered their face, I used to carry when I drove, so I might not even yeah, that's, pick that's them up. What I'm getting, that's that's the point I'm making is how fast the argument changes from. Oh, the Muslim guy has all the rights, or doesn't have them, depending on what side you're sitting on. And now, if we if we switch positions of drivers and Muslims, suddenly it's a whole new story. Or if we make that uh, it's a it's a 110 pound white guy driving the car, and there's two 240 pound brothers in the back seat who are packing. Now he might not have the balls to stop and tell him to get out, but if he did. Would he be legally within his rights? I know people that would tell you no. Well, he, he profiled those black guys, just assuming they were, you know, going to start trouble. Ah, uh, good point. I mean, I just no. know if I saw the two mass-faced women, I'd probably get hype and, uh, you know, maybe do something that's politically incorrect, but I wouldn't feel comfortable because, you know, I always think there's, if they bought a fucking knickknack, I'd think it was some kind of bomb, ex- you know, creation. I would give you. So, I know. One I know. I'd make up either an excuse or just flat out kick them out, and then I'd just find out that it was two luchadors working for House of Hardcore. Yeah, or, or I'll take it even further. Are you within your rights before they get in the car to say, "I'm sorry, I, I, I'm going to have to." You're gonna to have to lift up your burqa. I need to know whether you're a man or a woman getting the back of my car. <laughs> that word just makes me laugh. Lift Bur- up your burqa. You like burqa? You know, I, oh, yeah. That's a word, as far as I know. You know, are, are I know you okay it is. there because, because people would. I know people that would throw a fit at that. How dare you? Actually, and I know other actually, people. Well, that, I, well, that's just common. That's just common sense. 
You don't really know who you it, have in the back of your car. Like the, the 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 rules were stringent back then, where they'd give you like the identification stickers on your windshield that would you know have the little Uber deal or Lyft. You know, I did both, and uh, I I just always had them like in my hand. So if I went somewhere and somebody looked fucked up, I would I just cancel trip, boom. You know, so within your yeah, rights, I, I don't know, like, but that seems like the smart move, and yet. I know liberals who would say, well, that even that is, well, you're profiling. How dare you? I don't give a fuck. I'm alive <laughs> yeah, that's still. How I, that's how I feel about it, too. Um, you're the only guy I know who's worked for Luber and for Spectre. That's crazy. No, it's not Spectre. That's my TV, SEPTA. It's, it's fucking Spectre, trust me. SEPTA, Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority. CDL Class B, air brake and passenger endorsement. And now what do you expect from me, Mr. Robinson? I expect you to die. <laughs> I worked hard for those endorsements. <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't even I don't even know what I gotta I, I don't even know what I gotta do for the hazmat, but I imagine it involves gay sex. I would think so. I'm pretty you like sure Robert they... Downey unless yeah. You know I where I was going because you're old as you're as old as me. Well, yeah, so you would get it. You're yeah, like Robert but, Downey in Less Than Zero at the DMV. Uh, less than zero. My my friend, uh, what's that fucking guy's name? that was in all them movies. Um, who pulled him out of that situation? He disappeared. The other one went on ER. The two friends with the other Andrew something or I don't know. Oh um, yeah 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 yeah. He was in Top Gun. Anthony Edwards. That guy. Yeah, Anthony? he's the one who went to ER. But maybe he was the bad guy in that one. I don't know. But Robert Downey's best buddy was uh, the one that was yeah, in Weekend can... at Bernie's and shit. Um, Andrew Mc... no, okay. Andrew McCarthy. McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. McCarthyism. Hmm. That's never mind. Oh, and James, but James Spader is the asshole in that show, isn't he? Oh, right, 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 right. They just remind me of each other. Yeah, well, there's a whole lot of, uh, there's a whole lot of, uh, what at that time was some pretty big names in that flick for a movie that didn't really do much, from what I recall. Yeah. The the lovely and talented. I'll still watch it if it comes on. Because I've been less than zero a time or two. We all have, and those of us who say they haven't are lying. Hmm. I believe that whole, I don't think anybody's life is so wonderful that they they haven't at least crossed that threshold once. Maybe it hasn't been for a long time, or about different things than the rest of us, but uh, most people find the, and we know it's got to be true that all these rich mother humpers who got hot-looking girlfriends and wives and millions of dollars and fame and fortune, and they're blowing their brains out. Or hanging themselves or whatever. Something's got to be up. They just have something on the Clintons, apparently. But no, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to make light. You know, it's, it's, yeah, well, I, I, I take my own medic. I take my own medication for depression and anxiety and all that bullshit that you're not supposed to drink on. Anyway, um, all right, let's uh, let's loop. Let's move to a lighter moment. Just for a, for a giggle, because I'm sure you found this as funny as I did. Um, Alec Baldwin says he could run for president and win. 
Ugh. You know how fucked up he is, man? Like, seriously, I don't even know how to be funny on him. He, he uh, well, his wife. Well, another one. I, I don't know you make your point. Well, the where they've convened, where the left is, he, he's become the spokesman for the left because he does a funny Donald Trump, or what they think is a funny Donald Trump impersonation. And it's but awful. Forgotten, yeah, and they've forgotten, though, that this is a guy who called his daughter uh, a pig and a whore and uh, a bunch of other shit when she wouldn't come and live with him or whatever was going on back in the day. But they've conveniently forgotten. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah, they conveniently forgot all the pig things that man has done. And, uh, yeah, he's just a, he's another fucking libtard Hollywood hypocrite as far as I'm concerned. Like, his – Stephen is a devout Christian Trump supporter because he was on a Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, however many of them are, Daniel, Billy, whatever the fuck their names are. But Alec, you know, uh, let's give credit where it's due. He's good at what he does on on the screen, but – his new wife, I, I think it's like wife eight or something. He had fucking Kim Basinger in her prime, and he made a kid with her. And that's the one he called a little fucking pig on tape. You know, everybody, every, like Hollywood got rid of, he's back now slightly, Mel Gibson, for, uh, you know, his voicemails, um, which I won't repeat because I'm a pussy because uh, – you know, we don't want to piss off blog talk or something, but um, calling your daughter a fucking little pig when she, you know, whatever. Like, he does an awful Trump impression that everybody else, like Colbert and all, and even Fallon, I, 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 you know, I saw him this week copying, and it's always like, you know, it's huge, it's huge. And it's like, fucking work on the impression before you put it out there, like, Saturday Night Live can make anybody resemble remotely with the hair and makeup, but fucking guy, man, I I don't know. If I had Kim Basinger in her prime, he beat up, like, he pulled Sean Penn, who I hate, too. Mr. Jude Law is one of the finest actors, Mr. Kid, Kid, Chris Rock. I said Kid Rock. Mr. Chris Rock. Remember that Oscars moment? That fucking asshole, Sean Penn? Uh, Sean uh, what a douche. Hollywood dickhead, but the Grim Reaper took the wrong pen. Anyway, Chris was great in uh, fucking Reservoir Dogs, his brother, but and he was great in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but he had to go fucking gay and uh, you know beating up Madonna. But then again, <laughs> then again, I can't blame him for that. But yeah, um, I can at least justify that. Justify my life. Huh? Good tie-in. <laughs> We're hot tonight. That's two or three. We're we're really smoking tonight. Uh, well, you ain't because you got hail up there. I'm fucking scorching up that, here where I. What do you think of that? What, what do you think of oh, that yeah. photo? That that make your. I don't know how, if that's kind of a weather phenomenon you guys get much. In no, we get Philly. hail here in Philly, uh, but not in June. Like you know I, weird I'll was? never visit you personally. I don't think. This was the weather today. I got up and, and it, was about eight de- go ahead. it was about 8 degrees by noon. 8 degrees today. 8 degrees uh, Celsius, so not not that cold, but above zero. Uh, by noon, what the fuck was, does that mean in my language? What's Fahrenheit um, besides that fat Michael Moore stupid movie? Well, what, 30, 32 is zero, so about, about 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It's not very nice. So you're about freezing in June. 
Yeah, well, in the morning. This this morning. This is what kind of a day it's been. By noon, it was, oh, I don't know, uh, maybe 65 Fahrenheit, something like that. So not not not. Horrible. <laughs> Sorry. And I walked right into that. Um, and by uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it was decidedly warmer. Then all of a sudden, for reasons unknown except to the gods, at 4 o'clock, I'm looking at that coming out of the sky. It's raining, hailing, the wind is blowing, and yet the sun is shining. I was in the middle of the fucking apocalypse, briefly. And now, it's late. It's late at night, and the temperature is right now... Uh, hotter than it's been all fucking day, and it's nine thirty at night here. That's how fucking retarded it. it. Welcome to Canada, ladies and gentlemen. I think so, it's uh, if if shit happens, your your part of the world's going first. And I, there was like clickbait today about a black hole that decimated a star. Like a, you could click on it, but I didn't yeah. want to go there because you know I'm 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 actually probably starting a, a fantastic new. Uh, financial venture next week, so it would figure that the world was going to end. So I don't even want to fucking know that. <laughs> Monday morning they announced that uh, Earth to be hit by a giant meteor. They won't even announce it. It'll just land on my house. Escape, <laughs> escape inevitable or not possible. And you know what? Death inevitable. Only survivor. Only survivor was a rat. That's a joke for people one who cat. are long-time listeners. Yeah, my one cat, cat and the rat will fucking be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in be, rubble. It'll be uh, not. It'll be Friday of, of next week. We'll have uh, things all all things gone right till that point. You come home. Yo, Neil deGrasse, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, stop with the predictions. All right, I'm only kidding. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, you'll come home and do the you know the old yawn stretch of you know put in a good. Uh, Put in a good week's work. Quite satisfying. Waiting for that, that first big old paycheck. Yeah, I'm thinking about that first paycheck and what I'm going to do with it. And suddenly it gets really fucking dark. And you look outside and go, what I, I, can probably, I can probably pay uh, Reverend Bob Levy and Gino Bisconte the extra couple hundred that we stiffed them at the tailgater shows. I, I tagged them, I think, both to listen. So if they're listening, they'll get that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's when you have to... That's when you start phoning people and telling them you're going to pay them back the money you owe them the next day. Yeah, and then I'm dead. <laughs> and you're dead. So now, and then you're like they, but you live and so did I. When they come, remember that video? Remember that video where that like it was like a crip or a blood or something, and he's like he turned around to the camera at the dude's funeral. You don't think I'll fucking I'll slap this nigga? And the motherfucker slapped a dead dude in a rival gang. Oh. It was up, eh? awful. Like, I couldn't imagine that situation, but it was, I fucking spit out my shit laughing. <laughs> fucked up. That's really He's fucked all up. fucking fixed up from the from the funeral dude and, like, uh, from Meldehyde and whatever the fuck they use yeah, yeah. to make you look, like, better than you yeah, did when you were from the funeral home alive. He's just downstairs telling the guy that, God, it took me 12 hours to restructure his face from the gunshot wounds yeah. to make him look presentable. And then the guy goes in and slaps him in the head and caves his head back in. Oh my God, it was so funny. That's probably still <laughs> available somewhere. So 
Uh, uh, YouTube uh, g- uh, guy slaps guy at funeral or crip blood funeral or some shit. It's hilarious. It's 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 scary hilarious if you were there. I mean, even oh, yeah, watching it, it was how... it bothered the shit out of me, but it was funny. Who the fuck would do that? I don't know because any funerals I've ever been to that had open casket was. That was the last thing on my mind. I was, okay, I have to come up here. I have to stand here for an appropriate amount of time that no one thinks it's too weird. And I, you know, I want to get the fuck out of here because I don't want to deal with that. Thanks anyway. The last one was my buddy's a couple of weeks ago, and I was just, you know, I, I've been in a down mode and get gaining weight just from eating and staying home and being fucking depressed and shit. Um, so I put on weight and. You know, then I have to dress up because my buddy's father passed away. And uh, I'm just sitting there sweating like I'm going through uh, opioid withdrawal. But I'm I'm just sweating because I'm fat and it's I'm just abnormal when I put on a suit. I was weighing like almost 300 at that time. I dropped a lot well, then just from just from moving around and not eating like cheesesteaks every second. And, you know, too, and that's that only a couple weeks get- back. It's starting to get bad, too, if you start to, like, measure up and see if there's, like, maybe enough room for you to get in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't bore the listening audience, but I'll tell you and Nate off air if I didn't already about <laughs> how I bumped into something. I almost fucking saving the flowers oh, yeah, and I know that, on I know that body. Story you, to, you, you told me that story. I know that story already. Okay. It's hilarious, right. but not fit for Terrible, air consumption. No, nah, it So, uh... We don't think Alec Baldwin, if he ran for president, he would get what uh, the uh, members of the Academy of Arts and Sciences would vote for him, and that'd be about it. Maybe his family. Robert the Dickless, the jerk off, uh, the kill my le- legacy, fucking faggot. Uh, De Niro would probably vote for him, but other than that, I, I can't see Robert anybody. De Niro. I can't wait till he gets busted on all this fucking pedophile sex ring bullshit. Starting to come out that he's been involved in some less than some unsavory activities. The loudest fucking people. Like I I talk about, you know, gays on this show, and you'll find me with a dick in my ass at some point. (laughs) I'll find I. I don't I know. Have to find maybe that you? was a maybe that was a Freudian <laughs> slip about a proposal or something. Do I have to find you, or am I already in the room? God, what an ugly sight, huh? Oh God! Hey, Tom, sleeping over. I don't think the world is not ready. For, the, the world is not ready for that fucking visual. Nope. That's yeah, a lot I'm of men and rides. Yeah, Our we talked Karen, about that. Uh, we, we talked about that, Karen. Thing, uh, Karen, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, if I no, don't, I'll forget it. Our friend Karen, uh, a.k.a. Danny Ozark, any Philly comic uh, people, uh, is transitioning to Karen, and, and she decided to go to Atlantic City tonight. I was uh, watching her Periscope, uh, you know, as she does that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with Joe Matarese, and I, I hate fucking calling her she. You know that, but... Um, the video was like, I'll just say Danny. Danny was like, I'm about to make the worst decision, but I'm still going to do it, right? <laughs> and I stayed home, and he's pointing at 30th Street Station, which you wouldn't know up there in fucking hail-ridden 
Canada. Hey, hey, but hey, hey, now. He, hey, at least you don't have 15 fucking idiot 15-year-olds jumping you at this place. But anyhow, um, I'd rather hail than that. But uh, he was at 30th Street Station, or she was at 30th Street Station. I don't know which identity was tonight, but uh, pointing at the uh, bridge and the the water, and I, I genu- genuinely had concern, and I uh, I thought, you know, it might have been pulling a Bourdain or a fucking David Spade's billionaire sister-in-law. And uh, I called him, her right away, uh, but the bad decision was to catch a bus from 30th Street to go to Atlantic City and gamble, so fuck that. Mm-hmm. That could be a good decision because it's better, sports betting uh, legal better, now. Better safe than sorry. I mean... Uh... Well, on a totally serious note, I would like to think that on some level, he he appreciated the uh, the call, whether it was goofy or turned out to be goofy. But uh, yeah, scare me. I, lo- I love that. I love yeah, that I dude. Uh, you know. Yeah, I can't see that you can take that in a bad way. No, I'm sorry to fucking hijack. What do we got with the fucking famous people? That what people you do know about? about. All right, well, so we got so we we'll take from the stupid of Alec Baldwin thinking he can run the prefer president to an even lighter story, in which this just summed up pretty much the existence of why most dumb things happen in the world. Seventeen-year-old um, concert-going female had a little too much to drink. Spots Gang giant fucking spots a giant tailpipe on truck. Oh, that, I did see that. Sticks fucking head in, can't get head out. Has to be, has to be removed by authorities with a with a, a a saw, as they have to cut this guy's tailpipe off of his truck, so they can get her. Forgive head me out. for this. Forgive me for my first thought. God, she must have been exhausted. It has to be there. You have to. If you wouldn't have used it, I would have. Um, All right. I don't know if I've ever seen, and it's the story too was complete with a well, a uh, nice collection of photos. <laughs> it just what I don't know. I've been drunk lots of times, and I don't know that anything has ever prompted me if I've ever seen anything and went, I "Wonder if I can fit in there." Wasn't that a Weezer song? It could be. I'm not much on the Weezer. Okay. Hills. I got my tailpipe. Oh, it could be. Now that you do, now that you've done that, you might, you might be onto something there. Um, no, I just, I, I, I really, like, I just barely glanced at the story, and uh, I don't. What? It's just a millennial fucking thing, you know. So actually, in all generations, some dopey fuck gets their head caught. In like it was even on Brady Bunch and shit, right? People got their heads caught. Was it Bobby Brady? They got his okay, head caught but, like between something. Yeah, okay, but between something is you know getting it stuck in between the uh, banisters on a staircase or something—that's one thing. But who the hell is walking along and sees a hole in a wall and says, "I wonder if I can stick my head in there or not." <laughs> it's a bizarre. It's kind of a bizarre poll. A giant, a giant fucking cocked uh, glory hole. Maybe she was. Yeah, you know. And then I thought somebody too, who okay, has girth. 
I'm, I'm trying to think of why she couldn't get her head back out. Uh, the fuck if I know, man. I mean, they're just, you know, one solid piece of metal. Like, I, did she suffer from the dreaded male joke that if you get your head too far in a vagina and your ears get past the openings, you can't get your head back out? Mm. I've never got that deep in because uh, me neither. But I mean, that's always been a th- was always something that was bandered about that you had better be careful because if you, you know, if your ears ever get inside there, you they they, they pin up against your head and then pop back open and you can't get your head out. So I wondered with if some I of them after with some of those after hours uh, fatso's I've took home, it could explain <laughs> the excessive earwax. Well, uh, that I think no, earwax. Keep that in, in, you know what in they, mind. You know what they do, Tim? I don't know if they do it in Canada or if you've ever had. I've actually had earwax to a point. I don't give a fuck if anybody, because it's mostly dudes that listen to us. Nobody's going to fucking lick my ear. So That's I have this thing, weird yeah. uh, genetic thing, even when I, you know, I always, you know, clear out my ears. But uh, I think twice in my life I, I, I lost hearing on each ear because there was like a wax buildup. And uh, it was like that fucking Harlem Globetrotters cartoon when I went to the doctor. Like, he'd pull out, like, bicycles and shit and, like, everything <laughs> until he got to the wax. Oh, like, so I used to pull it out of the dude's afro. And it wasn't offensive. Then it was funny. But like they'd pull the, out, like, all kinds of shit out of one of the Globetrotters afros on the cartoon. But that that was similar to my ear, like, the, uh, you know. And since I've been grossed out because I saw on, like, Facebook, uh, Richard Dawson, shout out, NYPD, our friend uh, Richard Dawson. But don't ever put Richard Dawson a video of uh, earwax and wait for the payoff and it's a fucking roach because that's what he did uh, last week. It was fucking terrible. I watched till the end. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll move on. Yeah. But you can get your, your, have you ever had your ears candled? No. Term. What's that do? They take the, they take a candle. Nipples, yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. No, they take, they literally take the hot wax, they put the string in your ear and hot wax and then let it get hard and then just pull it out and it pulls the wax out with it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of a new age holistic kind of thing, but apparently it works fairly well. Dude, I'm down with that oh. because the shit's growing like fresh fruit out of my ears. Well, I get it on I get it on one side where the I, I can tell that you know if I uh, go digging for, as we like to say up here, mineral resources, I can uh, you know you can you can tell that you've cleared the pathway again, and it's kind of like popping your ears almost. Yeah, yeah, like in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Been there, done that, man. You can get that done at a, at a doctor's for next to nothing, from what I understand. I don't know. Of course, in America, probably fucking half a million dollars. But um, not if Reggie Miller walks in, everybody's like, "Fuck this!" It's gonna be like a mudslide. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, the jokes—they're flying. They're flying fast and furious tonight, people. I hope somebody's listening, because, God damn, that was pretty funny. Ah, uh, fuck that. Oh, yeah, moving on. So, anyway, this chick, to, just to further finish the story for everybody, um, the guy who owned the truck was awful nice. He told her not to worry about the tailpipe. He'd, uh, 
he did just get it replaced on his own accord. She didn't have to pay for anything, but uh, she did get some tickets for uh, being drunk and underage. So, ah, uh, what a dope! Fucking head in the tailpipe. So there sounds like a, so a Toby move. Keith song. <laughs> yeah, we moved from that kind of uh, harmless stupidity to uh, something a lot darker and stupid, but in the same sort of. Well, not in the same realm, but the, but 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 sort of. Um, people who get pulled over, they're driving an SUV, and uh, the cops see that they've got all their kids or or a shit pile of kids in the back of the truck in dog kennels. Oh man, I was going to defend this for a minute because the way you explained it, because I don't know up there, man, when you grew up, but. Like, when you played hockey, like, did your old man or somebody else's old man take, like, five kids in the back of the pickup? Oh, fuck just... yeah. You fucking fit yeah. as many people as you could in there. Yeah, crabbing yeah, them in is one so... thing. Making them ride in dog kennels is, a, is another fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, but this these, these generation, this, this generation, she was the mom or the grandma? Uh... I, I don't know. It just says Memphis woman. Because, like, the, 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 the mom would be a millennial, I would guess, and the grandma would be, like, our age, so. Um, I mean, I've got to wonder, I, is, it just, is it just, like, really good planning? You know, kind of like if you've ever played Tetris. Okay, they're a lot well, easier mean, to stack if they're in these square things, so we can probably get more in here. We Nobody's don't want to. crunch <laughs> entirely. Because you know the bars are there, so you still got a little bit of space to yourself. Nobody's getting. I'm a little buzzed. I'm a little buzzed tonight. That Tetris line would have got past me if I was sober. So, you know, I'm more <laughs> perceptive. Good line. But anyway, um, uh, with this uh, thing, oh, as long as uh, as long as we're sure that she's not going to go on United and put them in the overhead compartment. Yeah, it didn't that deal. Seem- it's just a video. There's no real write-up, but it doesn't seem like she's, you know, like that there's some ulterior motive involved, you know, or that they might Are they spayed? <laughs> neutered and all that shit? and or neutered. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They didn't look, they didn't look to be, you know, like they hadn't eaten or any of that kind of thing. And then I kind of wondered, I could charge her with child endangerment. And I'm kind of, what do you mean? 12 minutes of slave. In- she put them in cages. How's that endangerment? Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, see it, the pro- Oh, no, no. I see the problem now. Holy shit. It's like Kanye says. Okay. It's like slavery. It's equal. Yeah, no. It's Is a that what Kanye said or somebody else said that? It's like slavery? I forget. Somebody quoted like some him. minor thing to fucking slavery. Oh, it's like a black person who lately... I mean, no, I, I see what the problem is now after I ran the video a little longer. Um, they, the dog kennel is about, you know, two and a half feet long. And looks like it's for a mid-sized And how old were these kids, though? Uh, yeah, how old well, that's the kids? problem. Uh, a kid came out of there that looked like it was about five feet tall. <laughs> so that, that's the problem. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's, what there's are they, the contortionist? It was, yeah, well, when, get... when the legs came out first and then the knees... And then the rest of the kid shoots out of the out of the kennel. Yeah, that's that's the problem. 
You know, it wasn't like she had a four-year-old in the kennel. She's got like a 12-year-old in the kennel. I could see Mel B, Heidi Klum, and fucking Howie Mandel all fearful. And then all of a sudden this fucking wreck of a human being comes out that that actually could suck its own dick, which I admire. And on a a few more shots of whiskey could probably eat my own fucking asshole. Um, So maybe I should have been kenneled. Maybe it's... uh... Well, man, might have. God rest his soul, but he wasn't the the nicest guy. America's Got Talent? I don't know if Howie's still on there. I just watched it like five years ago. Okay, well, because that, like, I could see where they might be nervous there. You know, this woman comes on and, what's your talent? Uh, I stack kids in crates like Tetris. (laughs) Contortionist, man. watch Watch me stack 17 kids in the back of his Ford SUV. That fucking Heidi Klum is still hot, though, man. Even though she's a pig and German and, like, had, hey, like, hey, heels, hey. big cock. Where is this? What is the slam with the good German people now, my friend? No, I got part German on my uh, dad's side, but uh, I'm just saying she's whatever she is, but she's fucking still hot. With perhaps her. she she salutes and says Sig Heel Sig Hale in her sleep. Is that what you're suggesting? That your your words are not mine. I don't go that far. Okay. Um, no, no, but you're still but you're still suggesting them. I'm just suggesting nah, that she's she still be, hot. She couldn't I'm gonna come right out and say it. She couldn't be much of a Nazi if she had a black man for all the time she did. True. That would be totally Good against, point. And had kids and be shit totally with them. Against, yeah. I don't know which I don't know which uh which orifice I'd get caught in like the tailpipe chick, Heidi's big gap in her pussy or Seal's fucking hole in his face. Anyway <laughs> What I wanna see or know is I wanna see what the new man is packing compared to Seal. Uh he just probably eats pussy because she's like fifty eight. I mean I she's always figured, you know, that was part of his, his name was you know no, she said she said on Howard Stern that I, I'm paraphrasing because it was years ago. I watched it on Howard TV that she met him while he was exiting and she was entering a gym, like a celebrity gym, and he had biker shorts on and she looked down. She was open to being a fucking whore. Uh, who were? Uh, shout out to Anthony Cumia and Compound Media. If anybody has a sense of humor, subscribe. I think it's eight ninety five. The best thing on the air, and that's a free plug, Tim, because those guys are fucking hilarious. Or you know what? And they, or they bring it back to funny. And steal it and then pay them when you can. No, don't do that. Yep, steal it. But you gotta you gotta hear it, or go to a place that puts it. Like there's some clips on YouTube. There are a few places where you can hear parts of it. Go to YouTube and and, and search them. And get it. You'll, you'll you won't mind paying probably when you're done listening. If you don't if you don't recognize the name because you're fucking yonder a rock. I I was out of touch for like two three years with with real comedy because I got so sick of society. But uh, thank God I found Artie and Anthony and all that kind of shit. And just recently, and uh, they do a fucking fantastic. They do what we do except like with million-dollar equipment and uh, preparation and producers and stuff. So God bless them. Thank them for keeping me happy and laughing. And, and for anyone who ever wanted to know why Seal was called Seal, because his real name is Henry Olasogan Adiola Samuel. So Seal's probably a little easier to deal with. 
I thought there would be a seal in part of that, but no. Yeah, well, that's what I was kind of. They don't really say why seal though. He's kind of like a. I, wait, before we move on, he's like a Trump dude, isn't he? Like, didn't he say something positive or something Uncle Tomish for the black community? Are, if his I think he said are, something like six months ago that was like Uncle Tomish to the black guys. Oh. And, but now, like, now, like before Trump was president, every rap. Not every rap, but every rap album, like in the collection of everybody, like you name them, had name drops of white people. The two most popular were Ric Flair and Donald Trump. And all of a sudden, they they ain't dropping Hillary Clinton's name. All of a sudden, <laughs> Hillary. Donald Trump gets elected and Snoop's like, oh, man, you know, whatever, you know, shizzle my nizzle, that's a, whatever. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. He, he, Donald Trump is has nothing but love for black people, from my experience. From what you know, I don't know the man personally, but uh, I know a lot about him. And he single-handedly put Arsenio Hall back on TV. They were her, his two finalists on the last season that I watched. I don't know if it was last season, but I love that fucking show. Um, and he always had hot black chicks like that. Who's that one that was? Uh, with a big forehead, but she was, uh, I forget her movie. I'll think of her name later. She was on there, and uh, uh, Nene Leakes was on there, and Arsenio, the finalist, the finalists for this one season were Arsenio Hall and Clay Aiken. So you got a, a gay guy flaming out of the closet, and a black guy, the you know ultimate black guy with the Magic Johnson background and et cetera. And Arsenio won, and Trump backed his late night show and got him a late night show on Fox. It ended up fizzling out, but I mean, you know, the brothers are going to realize because the brothers ain't getting fucked. It's just like he wants to stop illegal immigration. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why they can't get their heads around that, but they well they don't want to. That's really the reason. They will within four years, and you can see it now, man. All they're turning against each other, man. No, but the left can never can never understand that they they always say, "No, no, he hates all Mexicans." No, he doesn't. He just hates illegal Mexicans. He doesn't even hate them. He just yeah. he doesn't think they should be here. That's all. I mean, if he hated like our friends, like Armando and my personal friends growing up, like Ruben and uh, Billy McDermott and other people, and some of them hot fucking. Puerto Rican or Mexican. Or our, I, uh, sorry, or, sorry to group everybody together and be more racist, but some of those hot Nas. pieces of ass. Well, I'm pretty sure. Nas, yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, we don't ever. That never even occurs to us when these people phone in. <laughs> They're just friends. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I would I would dis I would dislike him if he hated those kind of people, but they're yeah, all here legally too. and they're good people. You know, I ain't fucking trying to go nowhere. I ain't coming up to see you in your fucking hail and faking my ID and shit. If I did, I deserve to get fucking turned away at the okay, board, wouldn't hey, I? Now, I, th- I think we maybe come on. We've come on. We've, we've, I, you've stumbled upon something there without even knowing it. Okay. Seal does a, a hit, a charity single for the Me Too movement. A oh, reworded version him, of A reworded version of Kiss. Kissed by a rose. Fuck him, then. 
Well, I'm not saying he did. I'm saying we should do it. Oh, I thought you said he did. No, 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 no. We we should do a, like an over the top. You know, Seal is not really very impressed with Rose McGowan. And uh, instead of kissed uh, by a rose, maybe it should be dissed by a rose or something like that. All right, we can work on that. There's something you got me all fired up. I thought uh, I thought Seal turned on us. <laughs> well, no, we've only. I don't got, even know if he has a hole in his face. There's only one black man, and he's not even a black man, I guess, who, who I know can get your ire up any faster, and that's my our good friend DJ Khaled. He what that motherfucker? <laughs> I tried. I didn't even watch the. I tried to. I. I Tonight I was watching uh, New Japan Wrestling, and I missed Stephanie McMahon on the... Did you see that, by the way? You don't have to tell me yet about it, but did you see it? Uh, what, on the... Uh, Stephanie uh, McMahon uh, on Undercover Boss? Pretend Boss, boss or whatever? Yeah, because I want to fuck I, Stephanie I didn't McMahon watch so it. Bad. I saw a commercial I saw a commercial for it, but I didn't watch it. Well, I want to see it on uh, YouTube or something, because I forgot. I thought it was on at 9... And uh, then I see I'm flipping, like, through the guide while I'm watching. I forget what the fuck I was watching, but it says The Four, and I know that fucking fatso, uh, DJ fucking, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Muhammad. D- yeah, Muhammad DJ Ka- fucking Khalid, Allah. Khalid, or something like that. DJ Al- Allah Akbar um, <laughs> with his stupid fucking 300-pound 5'2 body sitting there making people stars and like i i also have a dvr the billboard thing with j-lo who's hot to the world who everybody wants yet a-rod's like whatever he don't want to marry her he's already had that you know what i mean but that's another story that that's not funny it's just about life once you had the fucking hottest bitch and you're like a rich hot dude you can have a million of them and she wants a ring but anyway somehow her and that fucking uh, fucking uh, Waterhead is the best description. Cardi R, Cardi B. I almost said cardio because it's something I hate. Um, she's cardiac arrest, that bitch. I hate her. Yeah, she's, she's just awful. Uh, like she, she co-hosted. Let me stay on topic though. Keep me on topic. But she co-hosted uh, the Fallon thing. And literally, she was either she's pregnant and she was either fucked up or she's just that stupid. It was the most unentertaining ten, fifteen minutes that I've ever seen in my life, and it probably drew a rating because of how stupid. It's like the movie Idiocracy, which we keep going back to. Like Mike Judge was just a genius. I think he was just doing a comedy about you know people procreating that are stupid and having a million kids and the intelligent ones not having sex and deciding to just be a couple and die peacefully together and have a lot of money and a happy life. But anyway, uh, back to my, I told you to keep me on topic. Who were we, who were we killing before? Oh, Khaled, this fucking idiot. I, this fat, this fat, uh, Iranian, whatever the fuck he is. He's not a black dude. He's not a white dude. Somehow from oil money or something. Something, he financed yeah, some motherfuckers that got famous, and he's sitting there doing J Lo of all. She's she's been around since In Living Color. J Lo, forty nine year old, forty nine year old Jenny from the Block, 
has a new single, uh, ironically titled De Niro, hashtag Robert De Niro. Fucking fuck Trump. No, fuck you, you fucking sex ring faggot. But anyway, um, you and DiCaprio, you fucking so smart. I can't wait till they get busted. Anyhow, um, DJ Khaled's like doing like a, he's watching like a Wall Street or something. Uh, you know, anybody that saw it, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's smoking a cigar like he's a mob dude. And then I'm expecting him to like rap or like dance or do something. And he goes, what What do I always say he says when I fucking cut him up? I don't know. I don't you don't remember something about his... Something about... Put you your know, hands up! Yeah, something like that. I was going to say something about That's hands up. That's all he did. Hand. Give it up for J-Lo! And J-Lo did all the work with her dance crew, and then they had that Cardi B on well, video, that fucking dumbbell. Maybe sort of, you know, kind of like Michael Buffer. You know, he's got one line, and... What's else, what else? Are you well, Michael about? Buffer, at least I understand that he oh, true, said, let's but... get ready to rumble, and it was catchy, and mm-hmm. he would, he's a douche. Actually, you make a good point, because I met him after a WCW He really doesn't have a whole and... lot going on for the amount of money that fucker makes and the celebrity he has for just spitting out one His line. brother, his brother's cool as shit, Bruce, but Michael Buffer, I mean, if that dude uh, bourdained himself tomorrow <laughs> no one would care i would i would not you know i do rips for celebrities i give a fuck about like if they've actually affected my life in any way positive uh not him man if that michael because he had like he had so much bling on from a fucking ring announcer and i'm in there with like it was a wwe and uh wcw fucking thing in philly like a double whammy where, like, Hulk Hogan and fucking, I don't know. I, I, I can't say the exact people because the wrestling nerds will go, no, that was the Royal Rumble 1997, and you're mistaken. So fuck you, wrestling douches. But I was in the bar with, like, a <laughs> Nagel, lot of stars, like Nagel Macho Man and Sting. And, yeah, Nate will be like, no, that was no. A, Michael well, Bubber was in West Virginia yeah, at that time. Things. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. That, that guy asshole. was nowhere near here. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, but Buffer, Buffer was such a cock. Like, not I wasn't even interested in him, but he somehow had a hot girl half his age, and gave a look like a corporate dude who was so out of touch. And if I ever hear mass shooting about like high schools, I get sorrowful and stuff. But if I ever hear a mass shooting of the COO and the CEO of these fucking dumbbell corporations, I don't know if I'm going to be that grieveful. You know what I mean? And he looked like one of those fucking stiff jerk-offs that was just such a cock that I – like, I, I I wouldn't mark out or have any – I mean, I could say, let's get ready to rumble. I mean, fuck you, you skinny fuck. And you can say it just you as good as he does, too. You know, Who? not like he's – What's up? I didn't hear what you said. I said, and you could say it just as good as he can. I could go find you 10,000 people who could copy him inflection for inflection. He's not doing anything special there. All right. Well, I thought I was getting a compliment, and then you took it away. But anyway. No, no. Tommy, well, I can't. That's not even a, yeah, no, I can't even go there. Never mind. 
Well, maybe we can if we're if we're down on time after the stories. You got anything next? No, oh, no, we're not even close yet, man. We're we're just chugging along. Uh, uh, next up, um, which here again when we we're talking about the the left eating themselves, well, that's a double joke. CEO of Twitter <laughs> gets, gets fucking burnt alive for eating a fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, my God. Nate should be here. And somewhere. I love my Chick-fil-A. Like, this is perfect. Let me tell you something. Here's the deal about Chick-fil-A. Um, to those first-time listeners, Nathan Bush is our great friend and my co-host of Wide Men Can't Jump, the NBA show, which started this network. And, but unfortunately, food. unfortunately for him, he's not as old and wise as Tim or myself, <laughs> and uh, he's he's quite quite the liberal, and uh, he's 28 years old. He'll change. I give him till he's 30 to stop wearing stupid wrestling shirts at photo ops, but and if shit I, like that. If I needed a man, look, we we need to find. Uh, we need to find uh, food and rations for 20 guys, and it's got to be edible. We send out Nate Bush, that motherfucker delivers. Yeah. Nate could sniff Explore, out if the you, chicken if you sandwich. Need to defy, if you need to defy the odds of uh, is that girl fuckable and everybody on earth says no, <laughs> yeah. Nate will <laughs> unanimously say, I'd do her. You just need that one guy to justify that's why you should. Yeah. <laughs> they they should need... screw that ugly chick. He's the You'll ultimate wingman for fucking, for fucking, fucking ugly chicks at 3 a.m. Yeah. No, I, uh, I can understand why you'd want to be with her. <laughs> Look at her. She don't have no titties. Uh, she has three titties. She has three titties. Huge. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with the. Here, here's the. Here, hold the, hold the Monty Python for a second. Here's the deal with three, three titted chicks. Um, they usually come from a good home, and if they're out at the bar, they probably are going to get one removed. So I fuck her. But go ahead, Monty Python. I'm thinking. I mean, he probably looks at that even in a more. Um, logical ways. That's one for each hand and one for the mouth. What could be better? <laughs> I, I, I would him, love dude. a three titty chick, oh, actually, personally. What would be wrong with that? Take me to Chernobyl. Uh, yeah, I just can't see really any downside to that so far, anyway. No. Unless, you know, unless they're really big titties and it's hot out. Might get a bit of a, might get a little sweat has in he, there. But... Has he not tried to call in yet or, or force no, his way in? Or surprisingly, nothing? no. I no thought he might when nothing. He, no, nothing so far. I thought he might when he, uh, he was quite demanding of wanting to know what time we were going on, so I thought maybe he had plans or something, but just no, he's probably sleeping. I don't know what he's got on his plate for tomorrow, so he's radio station boy tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. Uh, where the hell were yeah, we? Yeah, I think he's um, working on the radio station. Where the hell what were we? What story are we up uh, to? Chick-fil-A well, no, I'm to, to Twitter. I'm trying to go back to the chicks. and, uh, and the, Oh, the chick, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Now, any group. You Did we say that, you had them at Canada or no? No, we don't have them here. But but regardless, right. so any let me group that tell tells me I can't buy something from a store, I don't care what it is. 
no, you can't buy that from that store because they're whatever. I got two words for you, and you know what two words those are. Uh, yes. That's just, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I just don't get it. I don't see where it matters. I, you know, sure enough, like I said, okay, Chick, Chick-fil-A is a, you know, the, uh, sponsored by the Fourth Reich or something. All right, fine. But they wouldn't be in business if they were. So, you know, more to the point, are, you know, are, are liberals that stupid that they actually think that there isn't anybody that works for McDonald's that's a conservative or a righty? Or that there isn't somebody that works at the Wendy's who's a righty? That everybody that works there is a liberal? Just because the guy who owns the place is a liberal? Like, that's pretty flawed logic. I'm sure there's people that work at Chick-fil-A that aren't Christians, but it's a good place to work, so they work there. Well, there's no way I'll shit on your point, um, but the reason I asked is because they are strangely – the Chick, Chick-fil-A, I agree with Big Nate, um, the fucking food is scrumptious. And if you're doing like fast food, I'm sure you got McDonald's and shit up there, like whatever yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, I've got all that crap. But it's the same price range, and these motherfuckers are so cult-like. It's like David Koresh or Jim Jones, like fucking controls them. And it can't be like Christian. I, I mean, like I'm a, I was raised Catholic, and I know Christians from these churches. They, their staff is like ridiculously polite to where a point that you're thinking of calling like a, a SWAT team for a hostage situation. It couldn't be real. So and then the food's wives. delicious. We got Stepford yeah, wives it's going fucking on. creepy, dude. They're like, you know, <laughs> okay. well, I've never been. If so. it's, if it's bit, I mean, it's like it's picture a fast food restaurant, like a McDonald's or something. Really you usually get like, if you get that and you might not even be seen and shit, or Starbucks, and you're, you just get asked if you need to use the bathroom. Um, anyway, or whatever the fuck that was. That's a callback from three shows ago. Starbucks, Philadelphia. Check it out. Google it, people. Um, anyhow, uh, do you think i do this for fun? Fuck you, Gino. I stole your line. I'm going to steal Gino's picks in fucking football, too. Keep listening. Anyhow, um, where was I? Uh, Chick Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. It's, 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 yeah, they are so fucking zombie-like. They come, they even have two drive through lanes, not just one, two. And instead of, I mean, you do speak into the uh, uh, microphone deal, the, the, the uh, I'm not describing it right. The, uh, what do you, what the do you speak in when thing. you go through a drive through the order board with a thing for the employees. How may I help you, sir, as opposed to, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, of McDonald's or Wendy's right. or whatever. Um, they are so fucking polite, and they have two, like, in case there was a miscommunication employees that are out there to take your order. They're like, it's creepily nice. If there are people that nice here in Delaware County outside of Philadelphia, and it's not Delaware State dumbbells, it's Delaware County, hashtag Delco proper, my friend Tommy Pope and Mike Rainey and Tim Butterly and fucking John McKeever and all them do that. Um, I I plugged everybody for free. I need some money. Anyhow, um, Delco is not Delaware, though. That's what I get pissed about. Uh, Delco is white trash. 
exemplified. And these Chick-fil-A's, there's two of them. There's one in Springfield and one in Folsom. And there's at least a staff of, like, you know, I would guess 70-ish, so 150 between them. And there's not a rude person at all. There's not a stressed person. I don't know if they have a pre-shift meal of Valium and fucking uh, Adderall some mix that makes everybody happy and liking people, but they, anybody that's listening that's ever been to Chick-fil-A will tell you, the staff is fucking, it it doesn't make sense. They are too nice. I feel like shooting them in the head because they must have something up, like a pyramid scheme where I give them my address and they end up killing me or something because they're just way too nice. Ever meet somebody that's way too nice? Yeah, on occasion, not very often, but on occasion. You start I want to fly you doing. in just just for us. Uh, that'll be me and Nate's like first and One probably last meeting. We'll we'll go to Chick Fil A just so we can see how we all comprehend. You guys are both. You guys will both be going. Look at how look at how normal these people are, and I'll be going. My God, these people are all Canadians. How's Fucking going, liberal eh? Nate will be like. Liberal, liberal Nate will be like, I'm going on Sunday. They better be here. Or I'm going to break in. Yeah. He doesn't quite understand the whole Sunday thing. I could care less when they're open, although I still don't understand why they're in a football stadium and not open on Sundays. But I guess for college football, but still retarded. Um, Great point. You can expand, yeah. expand upon that. Yeah, I don't really, that doesn't really make any sense, but I guess if – he wanted to pay. I know. Money to I know that's a, put one that's in there. A fact in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I believe you're Atlanta, a, where the Falcons play. Yes. They have well, a Chick Fil A. Sometimes, some weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our football coming up in the fall, ladies and gentlemen. Our football <laughs> show and our Patreon page, where we're going to put yeah. out uh, things that can make you rich. Because you want to hear. You want to hear about conflicting opinions between two guys who don't normally have conflicting opinions? Tune into the football show. That that no. could get interesting. It's only going to be like two a... weeks a year with your faggot cowboys. No, 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 no. Fuck your Eagles. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, we bought the fucking title, blah, 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 Eagles. Yeah, we Woo-hoo. bought it. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's what you say, right? We bought the fucking title. They didn't. They didn't. But they're politically Hashtag best Eagles. in the world. Hashtag fucking kneelers and non-anthem lovers. Oh, I'm. I'm not. I'm uh, mad at that. I am mad at that. But I, I don't understand any of that. No, we're never talking about that on the football show. I don't care. It's like if one of my kids was gay, I would just love them anyway. Yeah, you just can't be like. Can you just fuck a girl? Can you at least give me a do good this. prom picture? Yeah. Do do that a favor. Just one shot of you with a girl that where it appears just, where you're not. Just don't go to the prom with your buddy Cliff, for God's sake. Well, go just if get you me want, out of this you stage. Don't, you don't have to get caught, you know, balls deep. That's a great analogy about the Eagles in the White House. I'm torn. Uh, anyhow, but I saw let's move on. on. You got on some a, well, fucking that's, stories. That's Come on, move on. I'm getting hurt here. Unless you got I something, heard, go ahead. Well, I heard the, like the Capitals today 
kind of an, oh, impromptu, I love them. Imp- okay, and an impromptu sort of survey. I guess the majority of them are a-okay with going to the White House. There's one black guy who don't want to go, but I don't know why he cares because he's not an American. So I'm not sure. Uh, and he's not a real black is. guy if he plays hockey. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not sure if he's African-American. Like, there's a difference, right? I mean, there's a, there's a big difference between, um, you know, if you're African-American and you're from, like, the Barbados. You know, that's not the same. <laughs> no, but people nice say, reference. you know, well, they're black, right? Okay, well, that, but no, that's that's too, too – because like, most of, like, P.K. Subban, okay, he's a hockey player up here in Canada. He looks he like a fucks on white chick, player. right? Oh, Tiger he's Woods. Banging, he's banging Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the ski Tiger's coming was – you know, I was three under par, and I was upset. And what happened was, Lindsay went for a hockey player, but I'm going to be back tomorrow, and I'm going for the Masters. And I'm going to be stronger. Uh, first, time yes. I, first time I tried, Tiger. Never mind. Every week I uh, – have you ever heard the uh, – the, uh, steel? you know who Steel Panther is? Uh, yeah, but I don't okay. – like, I know they're, like, funny, but I don't. No. Well, somewhat. I mean, some of their songs are, some aren't. But they do have a song just uh, just like Tiger Woods. Oh, my God. It's, uh. Yeah, well, it's gold. <laughs> well, you'd have to listen to it at least once, just because you will laugh. Then if you never want to hear it, I, again, I, can, I can understand that wholeheartedly. Anyway, because um, he's not black or African-American. He looks like a black guy, but they're actually from... Uh, the Dominican or somewhere like that, which has got nothing to do with. You know, but he's like the only Americans. one. Oh no, there's a handful. Uh, they're not not too handful many, of but hockey players. That's disappointing, because hockey yeah, players just, don't give a fuck about anything. They, yeah, and plus, yeah. they're Russian. The Capitals are Russian, like led by uh, Ovechkin. Yeah, I just like so that it, would I don't play right into the too. fucking hands. Yeah, I just don't see what the two things like. I would think you would you would uh, you would use the okay. You know what? I can get to, into the White House, and I can meet the president who I don't like. Shit, maybe I got a chance to get him on the, the hot seat, you know, and or or even if it doesn't go on the press, then maybe I can ask him a question that I would never normally ever get to ask him. Like I would, you know, like I just don't understand why. Well, like you they, said, off. Like you said all fair to me one time, I think it was about the Eagles, a chance to go into the fucking White House, I mean, so you didn't vote Americans? for him or whatever, or he does stupid tweets. Like, yeah, you got other Americans options in the White House. Yeah. And can't come anywhere near the place and never will. Yeah. And yet they get to wa- watch, they get to look at it at the gate, like from fucking yeah, 8 I mean, million miles. Too- yeah, see, all the story says is uh, the majority of players asked Wednesday about a visit to the White House said they would attend, with the notable exception of Devontae Pelly, who reiterated that he would not go. And like I said, he's a Canadian, so I'm not exactly sure what his bitch is. Um, Damn, he's he all confused. Yeah, to me, he doesn't have a horse in, in the race, so um, he doesn't like... Uh, he doesn't like Trump. That's okay, but that's not a good enough reason. Go anyway. Who the fuck? Go and hate Trump. What's the problem? <laughs> I don't. I don't see. You know, go go write yeah, in the in one of the urinals or something. 
Yeah, I don't get it. But. I don't understand that. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to find out where he's actually from. I know they call. They say he's Canadian. Okay, he was born in Ontario, but where are his parents from? Um, of course, these things that I really want to know, they don't tell me. So I, I don't know where he's from. He's in this, He's a. He's an American plant. Yeah, I have no idea where his, he doesn't say where his parents are from. Whatever. That's oh, fuck him. Fuck him. It's fucking stupid. Be a man. Show, if nothing else, show the world that you show the world and the righties, if that's the case, that you're a bigger man than Trump is, and fucking go. No, I'm not. I'm not afraid to come here and face you face to face, you Cheeto-haired motherfucker, as they all like to call him. What are you turning on me, Steve Colbert? No, not at all. But I'm just trying to see it. I'm just trying to go from their side. You're just giving an alternate point of view. I get it. I mean, if, if if Barack Obama, if I played professional hockey, and Obama was the or Clinton would have been the president, I guess at that time, um, fuck, I'd have been all over a fucking invite to the White House. And oh, I, probably I like would have that said, Carrie oh. Underwood. I, said, I like her blonde hair and her CMT award speech. Fuck Mike Fisher. Did she just get injured? I bet Bill, he threw her but, down the steps. Bill, what what? What desk did you get the head at? Where was that? Can you show me? Yeah, she 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 had an accident where she had fucking the injuries of a, <laughs> of a fucking massive plane crash. And all of a sudden, she's got a hockey dude who punches people every day for the last 40 years of his uh, life. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's cool. She's okay. Everything, you know, we're, we're working on it. Uh, I got her Monica in the room. Lewinsky. Poor Monica Lewinsky, who just... Fell down and Bill's cock went in her mouth. How unfortunate yeah. for her. You can't say anything places. because you'll get killed. They have people killed. I don't mean to sound here's like a, Alex Jones and those conspiracy <laughs> dudes, but. Here's a fucking list of ones I have killed. So you take this home and read it now. Do a little research. And don't talk to fucking Hillary. She hates you. Exactly. Billy Jack Haynes, yeah. literally, a wrestler that we both know. I met him 1986-ish. He almost broke my fucking neck, and, and my buddy Joe still has neck fucking shit from taking a picture with him, and he took fucking, like, wet stretches way too much for a half Nelson. Now he's testifying very articulately, and you know he's a stupid fuck, but he remembers those two kids from a famous case that I should have had prepared, but I didn't know we were going here tonight, that... He killed them for Arkansas politicians, or they got killed rather, and he was present and he whatever, and they were their cause of death was like jumping in front of a train or something, and they were already choked out allegedly by Billy Jack Haynes and left on the tracks when the train was coming. But if I keep oh, talking, Billy. I'll end up. I'll end up on the doorknob, and I swear to everybody listening, I don't even have something that could hold my fat ass. So, if something happens, it's Hillary. Fucking Hillary. Blame Hillary. It's easy. Everyone will believe it, too. Even if it's not true, you can still probably get away with blaming Hillary. I think I I got too fucking personal. You got some. Can you imagine imagine what banging? We're going to go off topic this year for a couple minutes. Can you imagine what okay. having a fucking bang Hillary Clinton would be like? 
Oh my god. Do, do you think she's like do you think she's just like fucking a hundred percent take charge telling you exactly what to do and how to do it? Or is she like wet sandbag? Oh well I mean I don't think either of those options are, are accurate. Hillary fucking Clinton with that pants suit in like 170 degree weather, yeah, and she can, always like wears. I can show you pictures of Hillary back when she was you know, like in high in college and shit. She's not that bad looking. No, she's not Are they? Uh, well, send them to me if the, if they're verified. I mean, uh, I don't know. Well, she's a 70 year old, some plus woman, right? Okay, yeah. Now I'm, let's talk Hillary, Hillary at 35 or 40. You know, back when they first. When she was I first don't fucking know. I mean. I was fuckable at 35, but, uh, you know, my dick smells right now, so I can imagine her fucking... I'm I'm bangable now. What are you talking about? Yeah, I guess so, but whatever. I got proof, even. (laughs) It's like the guy, the old fucks at the Y, naked fucking gay fags. Oh, yeah, now I look and go, my God, I can't even imagine... Having to be in the same room with her little shagging. She wears a pants suit in 170 degree weather after like five uh, rallies and press conferences and whatever the fuck else she does. Uh, emails, <laughs> joke, and etc. And could well, could you imagine her laying? Could you imagine laying down on it? Like I had a threesome one time, right? And I'm I'm deviating from the subject, but it it, it means something. To this subject matter, um, I had a, a, a threesome one time with a—I'll use the first name—a girl named Jeannie and a girl named Diane. Diane was smoking hot, who I wanted to be there with. Diane was drunk. Jeannie was wide the fuck awake and had nice tits, but the rest of her was. You know, ugh. Um, so I can get away with making out and grabbing a boob and then my dick will get hard or whatever, but I wanted to turn around and have some Diane, but Diane's like snoring by that point. And you're under a cover in a hotel room with that tight cover, you know, how they set up the bed. Uh, It's not like my house because I never make my bed unless I really fucking (laughs) have company, quite frankly. But anyway, I pulled up. She got naked like before I even had a chance after I was feeling her tits. The bad one, uh, Jeannie. I pulled up the fucking sheet, and it was like the old cartoons with that green fog where it just mystifies up to your fucking uh, deal, and it it, it totally embraced my fucking nostrils. It was like uh, it was like turning on a fucking uh, car engine in your garage. It, I mean, well, I mean the effects of it. The effect of it was carbon monoxide, and the smell of it was, uh, I don't know, the Platte Bridge. Uh, you see, you would only get that if you were from Philly. Um, just horrible, just this green mist like the great movie used to spit. And it was just so, ugh. And I, I, I had to sell it and pretend I was, like, fucking dozing off and shit, and she's grabbing my cock and jerking it off and, you know, I could just, it was like, uh, smelly fucking, uh, <laughs> so venereal. Not like the, um, Elton John version of Little Genie. Like, uh, this hot chick is to my right, like, in her panties and bra, and that I wanted so bad, but she's snoring. 
and I got this fucking ambitious fucking green fog, disgusting pig that, and I'll fuck anything. You know that, uh, you know, you don't know that, like, for a fact, but you know that from how long I've known yeah, you. No, true. True, but I, I, I and, gather that you you have moments where you are. Oh, my God. The, the the smell was so repugnant and disgusting that I actually had to sell, like, uh, like Ricky Steamboat getting hit from uh, Randy Savage, where I had to sell that I was uh, <laughs> knocked out steal, cold. To quickly steal something and, from your your new friend Conan, repugnant. Why? Well, well, what did he say? Well, because he used to do this. I don't know if they still do. If somebody used a really good word, or if he did, he would say, "Oh, uh-huh. uh, you know, that's uh, three points because that's an excellent word for a Latino." I was going to say repugnant is five points. That's an excellent word for a white man. No, I actually, you know, I'm glad that the, the keeping it 100, and now you set me up for another fucking free plug with Conan. Oh, it used to make me laugh. Uh, if, he used the, if he used a word that was more than two syllables, he would give himself credit and go, oh, did I say solicitous? That's an excellent word for a Latino. Five points. He He's actually enjoyable and very, you know. He's a good talker. Never mind. Uh, he takes a lot of. I'm, before we get to our last story, which we still got a little time left yet, he takes a lot of shit for being in the business anyway, and I don't know about that part. I've, I've, I've seen where a lot of people don't have a lot of nice things to say about him as a booker and some all that other shit. But on his podcast, I find him to be, for the most part, he's fairly entertaining, and he seems to have nothing else. He seems to be a fairly straight shooter. I've, I haven't really come across anyone who has said, well, that's not the Conan story that I heard about whatever it was. He tends to be, you know, no, that was bullshit, and this is what happened, and I don't ever hear him backpedal or change the story or, hey, wait a minute, or not like most of these other guys who are, which it seems to be we're right in the middle of a shit storm again right now of, well, I can't quite remember what happened, and I might have said that's what happened, but maybe that didn't, and oh, I might have got that story mixed up with the other story, and blah, 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 as they all take shots, as the big boys take shots at each other's credibility to see who can be the big, big boy, I guess. Well, um, I thank JoJo the Twink Boy from Philly for giving me that spot to do a drop for keeping it 100 with Conan. And uh, all I can say is, that's tremendous. Anyway, any any listeners yeah, of that I show can. will get that impression. Conan's all right in my book, so far anyway. Why'd you say one story? Is that all we have time for? I see like uh, well, we two got half or hour left. We got a half hour. We got one. We got one biggie left though, and this one might take us a while, because this one hits into an area there where uh, you have you may have some uh, more insight into this story than the average uh, person would, because you actually know the individual on some level. Uh, I I think I know where you're going. Uh, right. I don't think I, you know. Well, we'll we'll go. I know where you're talking about. Yeah, well, I don't I don't mean like you know that you've hung out with him, but you know more about him than you've seen him places. Let's put it that way. He call is it the guy that calls me big man? Yes. Yeah, I don't know him, but well, you, you can explain yourself now. And well, when I say know story. him. I say, okay, I know who Sylvester Stallone is. All right. Okay. You've been in a room with him. It's Sly. I was sitting at home, Tim, and I was on a double cross ranch, and 
Cookie told me, she said, come to the phone, Terry. And I went to the phone, and I grabbed the phone, and I said, who's this? And he said, I'm Sly. And I said, Sly as a fox, Dusty Road, you egg-sucking dog. And it was Sly Stallone. And he hired me for Paradise Alley. Yeah. Terry Funk, Mike. Yeah. That is, I can say, is a friend of mine. Terry Funk. It was a bad impression because I'm. Okay, well, I'm a friend of. I mean, in the sense of that, you know, um, more about him than just. I was an extra. Lady. I was a. I was a hardcore extra on Creed One, where I worked with him for six days, seven days actually, and he referred to me as Big Man after the third day, and we had a rapport. We had a hello rapport. I don't know him. And the second creed yeah, I like you did, don't have his too, was You don't background. have his number or anything like that. I'm not trying to suggest no, any no. of that. I'm just no, trying to suggest yeah. that you have seen him in a different element than what most people would get to see him. Because you know how some of those fucking dicks that listen go, yeah, your buddies are supposed to slow now. No, I never said that. You no, I didn't say that either. Well, I said that, but that's not what I meant in that sense. But anyways, so it comes out, I believe that was last night or maybe it was Wednesday night, that he has been charged with a good old sexual harassment, uh, blah, 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 by some chick who remains nameless at this point, uh, 27 years ago, this supposedly happened. Now, today, I read that Mr. Stallone had the following to say. I paraphr- and I paraphrase. Yeah, I banged her. We were boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend. Yeah, we were boy. We were yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. We were we were boyfriend girlfriend. Of course, I banged her. She got pissed off because I was also banging someone else, and we broke up. End of story. Holy fucking say. standing ovation! Nothing more to say. Thank you, thank you, Sylvester Stallone. That's so, the way to fucking. Put out the fire. So, yeah, well, so he, he fully admits, you know, that you have sexual relations with that woman. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I did indeed. Uh, uh, did I do anything uh, wrong? Did I do anything wrong in having the sexual relations with that woman? No. I turned around this girl was there and I said, uh, yeah, she said, uh, you want to go back to ruin? I said, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I fucked her. I fucked her friend. Uh, yeah, so you Andrew. What was uh you gotta you gotta get in the uh his wife's name off the from Rocky. Adrian, I said. Yo Adrian. But I Oh yeah, but he again. always says that part. I, I I always the joke always was that I could never understand anything he said except for Adrian or Mickey. Ah, Those two words always yeah. yeah, they always seemed to come out pretty pretty clear and the rest of it was like, what the fuck did he just say? Dude, he might have set a precedent with... I didn't know what you were going to say about... I didn't know he had a response. Oh, my God, man. This was last night. That's Um, the best fucking thing you can say. Yup. I did. I don't apologize. I am real. I'm a fucking person. I am blessed with my celebrity status and some... Whoa! Um... I hate saying who are because it's Dyson and it's Anthony Cumia, and I don't sound like either of them. There, Anthony does the best Dyson. You can't do Dice without Anthony. So anyway, but uh, who uh, is 
descriptive of, you know, probably who this 27-year trauma victim who just got victimized by the great Sylvester Stallone, who calls me big man when I'm in a movie with him, um, which happened once. I'm in uh, Creed 2, but I don't have a scene with Sly, unfortunately. But however, uh, 27 years ago, Tim, I was 21, you were 23. This is fucking ridiculous. Can you remember what the fuck or what chicks you were talking to then? But said not to the point where if you told me, um, Mr. Dabrovic, could you tell us, could you tell the court uh, where you were on the night of September 10th? 1996. Uh, nope. Fuck no. <laughs> nope, I can't. Um, so you can't say for sure or or not that you may not have uh, spoken to this woman on that night. Mm, nope. <laughs> Don't have a fucking yeah, those those kind of fucking no. lawyers that ask you yes or no questions with reasonable doubt. That's why OJ got off. You fucking uh, what a society, what a system, the judicial. Branch. It's beautiful. So now there's another assholes. story here from his attorney, who and who basically slides. Uh, yes, and this is a beautiful response to. Um, where the hell did that go? You know why you don't see the police or the DA's office issuing statements about everybody who files a police report. People would get ruined. Why do you go to the media? Why don't you do an investigation first that proves whether Ain't something that weird. perhaps went on or didn't go on before it before it gets to be news? Um, you know, I I have a daughter, as you know. I have a I mother still living, not home with. I have a sister. I have two nieces, and I have an ex, whatever. But I've I've loved many women, and if any of them did this, I would side with the man. I swear to God, because I know how fucking bitches get. Like, I hate to bring this up for like the fifth time when it doesn't even deserve any airtime. But that scumbag Chuck Williams, aka the Rock and Work Rebel, was seriously abusing his girl Stephanie for years. And I have actual videotape that nobody else has at my birthday party years ago. Not that he was abusing her, but he was flirting with other chicks and shit like that. And I have shit on him, but I'm glad he's dead. I'm not glad she's dead. There are real victims out there. And sadly, now that Bill Cosby fucking uh, came, well, Hannibal Burris pulled him back out because there was, you know, Hush hush claims back in the day, but comedian Hannibal Burris brought up a lot of shit, and then that John McEnroe, Howard Stern looking fucking freak who was six foot five from Temple, who probably never did anything with him, got him arrested. But you know, there's probably 50 others that he did fucking drop the gimmick in and fucking bang. So fuck him, fuck that kooky eyed motherfucker. Uh, Bonnie Franklin-eyed prick, but, um, you know, these fucking accusations are so ridiculous that I applaud at the highest level Sylvester Slowly, yeah, I fucked her and I fucked her friend and they fucked my cop. And the lawyer went on to, oh, finish up. 
Um, I was just going to tell, tell uh, two little one one opinion and one anecdote on a set of Creed One in Aspen, Pennsylvania, for the uh, Ricky Pretty Ricky against fucking uh, Michael B. Jordan fight. I was security, and you could see my beautiful face many times in that during that fight if you uh, watch closely. But however, um, Sly had this bodyguard that's been with him, a black guy with dreads, who's, Tim, you're not like six foot or nothing, you're like slightly no, under God, six no. feet, right? Oh, God. But you're, no, you're, no. you're thick. Slightly? You're yeah, four, thick, four, four inches, four inches under six feet, yeah, that's slightly. But but are, but you're thick, right? Yeah, I'm a big fella up top. Well, I'm describing that so I can paint a picture for whoever's listening. This dude had dreads, and he was like, Sly's age, like 65-ish or whatever Sylvester's age is, he's been with him for a long time. And I, I swear to God, he, he might have been the scariest person I've ever seen. And it has nothing to do with his size or anything. He just, like, if anybody approached, you were told not to fucking talk unless you were talked to. And if anybody broke that rule... He he wasn't like the uh, casting agent or the the director or the co-stars or nothing. He was Sly's bodyguard, and he had a specific fucking deal. A black dude with dreads, I, you know, an old dude. I don't know if he's still alive because I didn't see him on Creed 2. But, um, remember when you were kids in, like, the Abdul the Butcher, as you said in Calgary, uh, the Mongolian Stomper, Archie Goldie? They were just scary yep. motherfuckers. This dude, Dude, and I was on, I was on, I was on steroids when I filmed that. That's why I got the good part because I, my head shaved and the big beard and tattoos and steroided and shit. So I got, you know, right up at the fucking on the ring and in the ring and all that. And, uh, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have fucking fucked with that guy unless I had a gun, you know, he was fucking scary. And then the other thing, that was just an anecdote that a lot of people don't know that he has a this bodyguard friend that's a brother that has dreads. And I don't know if, you know, they're both old, so I don't know if that's still the case, but at least a couple of years ago it was. And uh, secondly, um, I just love that fucking song from You Can't Win. What was that when he was with Drago? Do you remember all the Rocky movies? Yeah. Not so good. But yeah, well, that's it was be this fucking that's be goofy. It was a goofy group that was on the soundtrack. We're not indestructible, baby. Better get this straight. Well, that was a great song. Because you gotta know, there's. I mean, every Rocky movie has a, a fucking song by Survivor on it. Well, it wasn't Survivor. This one, I forget the group, but he went. After she said, you can't win, he went for a drive, and he was doing like 150, like on a highway in Philly. Mm. It was like, it was just a badass thing, because I'm from Philly, and that song was cool. So anyway, move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'll find it. Dun, 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 dun. You'll find it. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I will track it down. Is that part of my thing? The eye of the tiger. Yeah, that was the survivor gimmick and Hulk and all that. Okay, Did you talk so, about Kathy oh. Griffin yet? Good old Kathy Griffin. God love her. Crazy bitch. She is so, you know, 
despite her fucked up comedy and all, you know, anything, you, you can take anything you want away from her but her looks. She is so fucking hot. <laughs> Did you know as a side note that Frank Stallone actually sings on the Rocky soundtracks? I hope it wasn't that song, because then I'll have to admit to liking that song. But no, I'm going to Kathy Griffin. Must have been Rocky Four. Hey, Kathy Griffin. Kathy. I don't even know if you know this. Kathy Griffin, who once yeah. had a head, a bloody severed head of the 45th yeah, president of the know. United States. Like kids that read the history books, that will you know, um, be our grandkids, great-grandkids um, mathematically from our age will have history like we did in, like, you know, grade school or whatever you want to call it. Social studies used to cover history. So this history will be, like, President 45, who has done a lot of good shit that everybody twists that doesn't like him. And, uh, he, he, you know, he tweets fucking idiotic shit anybody on either side should admit that but who doesn't that's on twitter um but as far as like you know denuclearizing north korea which you know everybody say oh he just agreed with south korea whatever he was over there he's got (laughs) balls you know he's doing something um hillary clinton wouldn't be over there but um who the fuck was I dissing on now that I got on the fucking... Oh, Kathy Griffin. Me talking about Kathy that Griffin. pig, that fucking ugly, ugly, ugly pig. And yes, I am jealous. I was a stand-up comic for a short time, maybe longer than I want to admit. And uh, I didn't say, hey, the gays are great, and sell out Radio City Music Hall with my ugly fucking face like hers. Uh, I have the same terrible body. I always have. But this bitch who had a severed head who, you know, fucked up her own career, like thinking it was trendy so she should go uh, edgy and wacky and go over the top, out of the box, dumb fucking cunt. Anyway, uh, she could just be thrown in a wood chipper tomorrow and I would be like, uh, R.I.P. wood chipper. Um, But... She came out on Twitter, and it, it, it affects me because this is a Philly-based laugh house where I used to do open mics and stuff. The legendary Wid, Danny Ozark, a.k.a. Karen, used to run shows there, etc. Uh, it was the black uh, comedy club of Philly on South Street, Urban comedy club I should say respectfully to my black friends and Kevin Hart did his first open mic there and he worked his little and I say little like not jokingly literally ass off and he is the biggest comic of all time if you make your rankings you might say George Carlin Richard Pryor Eddie Murphy Dane Cook uh, and I always say that because he sold out Madison Square Garden Dice Clay because he sold out stadiums, etc. And I like some of those guys and all that. Kevin Hart has had number one movies like five or six times. He sold out stadiums. And this Kathy Griffin, 
this floundering, fucking smelly pussy uh, operation, the wacky doctor's game uh, of fucking plastic surgery. When you fucking touch the the shin bone, you get zapped because she's just so disgusting. Carrot top and drag. <laughs> this fucking cunt. She fucking puts yeah. out a tweet that, well, if all you guys, because we're catching up, man. The people are starting to catch up. Like, middle America's always been there, but there, it's besides New York, L.A., Philly, et cetera, on social media. Middle America, like, is always like, you know, what a, fuck them. I'll watch Roseanne. I don't care what the fuck she says and whatever. It's funny. But, yeah. But this, uh, these these idiots think that they're, like, uh, making some kind of point. And she says, uh, well, if you don't want Trump jokes in response to, like, you know, like me earlier, just for instance, saying that Colbert is unbearable because all he does is Trump material. And it's a shame because he, he was funny at one time, but he's not anymore. Um, so this Kathy Griffin, she says on Twitter, and she adds Kevin Hart, the fucking biggest star in the history of comedy, practically. I mean, it could be argued, but I don't think the numbers would bear out on any any other case. That if you want non-Trump jokes, just go to a Kevin Hart show. But, but, she said but, I think, or however, or whatever she put it. But he's black. And he sells out stadiums, so uh, what do I know, or something like that. In other words, she was implying, as a red-headed, ugly, plastic surgery, self-hating fucking cunt who fakes that she likes gays because she don't, because whatever. But <laughs> anyhow, uh, whose career is like plummeted since she had that head of the, the fucking president, by the way. Um, Abe Lincoln, George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt. That's our president, whether you like it or not. You don't put a severed head in your fucking thing. But she she called out Kevin Hart for not doing anti-Trump to make, in other words, to influence black people to not like the United States president. So she, in fact, is more racist, in my opinion, than David Duke of the KKK, because he is open and honest, at least, and you know that he's a fucking jerk-off and a scumbag, and his beliefs are idiotic. But her, she has veiled racism by saying, oh, go ahead, famous guy who who talks to black people one-on-one. Let him hate Trump, too. So we can, I can tell you how the... She could tell the black community how to feel. Fuck her. If she doorknobs herself in five minutes, if I caught her doorknobbing herself, I would kick her in the ugly face and nobody would get it. It might help her. Kathy. I like your response to her was that uh, going after people is not my style. I'm not into telling people what they should or shouldn't think about presidents. I'll stick to what What I do well and that's to what I do well, and that's telling jokes. What and, a uh, as far, Yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, I refuse. I refuse to play this game with you. Go fuck yourself. And doesn't say it, but politely says, "Go fuck yourself." I won't even bother with Good you. Good for him. I won't name. Won't Thank give you, you for fighting that. Yeah, I won't. I won't give you my name. I won't. I won't use your name. Nothing. 
I just will say that I, I don't care. Don't, <laughs> yeah, I'll, don't put her yeah. over. Yeah, didn't. Didn't give her anything to to uh, grab hold of or to throw back because he didn't even, you know, he didn't even necessarily say he was talking about her, just in general. So fuck her and her bullshit. Yeah, yep. no, I, I think, Tom, I don't know if it's just you and me or are we starting to see a, just a tiny bit of pushback? The tide's turning, to, my brother. To this bullshit? Uh, we've only got tide 10 more minutes left. Turning. Actually, fuck, we don't even have 10 minutes left. We've got seven minutes left. What do you think about this whole Chris Hardwick affair? And that just broke today. That's a brand new story. Well, that I, I kind of hope, in, hope in his case that he actually did something wrong because I, I just don't get him. I'm not a fan. I don't like him. He did a – if you, you've been my friend for several years, and – when I was on the uh, wrestling podcast, I used to also post tweets uh, to At Midnight, a show that was on Comedy Central. And he'd have three fucking, there'd be like one or two comedians. Jimmy Norton did it once or twice and, you know, whatever. But there'd be like the female comic who just sucks. Mary Radzinski from Philly, if you're listening, you don't suck, but every other one does. Um and it was just so hacky, but the thing that was catchy on Twitter, because I'm a late-night guy, and it was great for me, um, creative uh, thinking on the spot, hashtag wars, and they would give a subject like, um, I don't know, dirty movies, and it would be like uh, mud, I don't know. I can't think of it right now, but you would have to make a, uh, a funny play on words to have represent both dirty and movies, you know, no, like, no. you know, star Wars. Oh yeah, no, I've seen some of your, I've seen some of those. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I, I, I excelled at that. I, I would crank them out 30 at a time and I would tag at Nerdist because of that fucking remote control fucking jerk off who used to work with that other retard, Jenny McCarthy, where she should have vaccinated herself with those no stupid kidding. faces she used to make. She Fucking, should go pay a visit to uh, euthanasia Argento. Oh my God! Exactly, man. She was like, she was a Playboy model uh, with the nice tits oh, and a the nice ass, but she would talk about taking shits and taking pisses, and she would make stupid faces like, "Oh, Jenny McCarthy's so, so fucking weird. funny." She was never fucking funny. And so Jim Jim Carrey, to his credit, uh, your country mate, made me laugh yeah. a lot with his physical comedy for about three, four years and or whatever, left. seven and then years. Then he, he started to think. Now he's he a fucking idiot him. too. But he's in, yes, you guys can keep him. Sorry, sorry about sending him. But I would never, I would him. never question his talent though. I mean, in some of those no, movies, he was. He's got to be nuts too that he draws all the he draws pictures of. And then, you know, I'm going to, you know, here's another one I'm going to, if I ever see Trump, I'm going to punch him right in the face. Well, all right, you weirdo. Does he say that too? Yes, he's another one of those. What's he, reliving the cable guy? I don't know. Fucking asshole. I mean, I know he's an asshole. And Jerry Lawler, who I know. Jerry Lawler, who I know. 
talked about him being in character as Andy on the set. What a fucking yeah, gay a, fucking Daniel Day-Lewis wannabe. But I, I, I can't, like when I'm burying somebody, I can't bury him because he's made me laugh and I believe he's very talented underneath that stupid idealism. What do they call it? Ideology. But anyway, Jenny McCarthy should have fucking vaccinated Jim Carrey herself with her stupid face and her retard son. And get over it. Fuck you. I don't even know who we were talking about at this point. Oh, well, Chris Hardwick started on remote control. Okay. Well, we've only, and got, that we've only got a couple minutes. All right, I'll do it real problem. quick. I was so, I was getting followers by the thousands from that. From at midnight and at Nerdist would purposely like my uh, what do you call it? Um, my tweets, but my um, you put them to the show. Yeah, 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 you so, submit them, my real? submissions. Okay. And so. it's for something. It's it, You can actually win something, right? So uh, yeah. I'd see four hours later my exact fucking tweet. It was Mencia'd, and it would win the day, the, like the deal, and be retweeted. And it would win, and the next night they would plug the fucking Twitter handle of somebody that took my tweet or had, quote-unquote, parallel thinking so Chris Hardwick, I hope he did molest somebody, and I hope he goes to jail and gets shot in the fucking faggot head. No, he's been he has been removed from the Nerdist website because I guess he doesn't have anything Good. to do with that anymore. Fuck your career. Um, the thing that bugs me, and this is this is the part that pisses me off. Um, she she says all this stuff, you know that, and I won't get just into one check the same. Yeah, just a girlfriend at the time. They write it all in here, then say, we have not confirmed any of her accusations, nor have we spoken to Hardwick about it. So how is this news yet? This is just somebody shooting off their mouth. And from what I can gather, what she's pissed off about is that he uh, he was a bit, I, I, I can see, he was a bit of a control freak. She wasn't allowed to, at least in her Remote control. She, she wasn't allowed to... Uh, uh, go out late at night with other male friends. She wasn't allowed to speak in public places if he wasn't there. That sounds like a that sounds like a husband. That's kind of how kind of how I felt about it. Now, anyway, we're down to a, a minute and twenty seconds. So uh, yeah, we'll get more of Hardwick uh, next time around because I'm sure some more will come up on that story. So I guess that's another uh, Tim and Tom. Jesus, that two hours went by like fifteen minutes. It seemed. Um, I'll shout out all tonight. Yeah, all we can gather from the conversation was that uh, Tim and Tom should probably go into the euthanasia business in Hollywood. Right. We could probably, we could probably turn a profit. Um, although, like I said, I think we're starting to see maybe just the slight beginnings of uh, a pushback from the right. That sanity is maybe people are finally fucking had enough and are starting Did to... Did you say sanity uh, or Hannity? Never mind. Chris, Chris Sanity. Um, so maybe there's a maybe there's a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel, unless you got your head stuck in a fucking tailpipe, in which case you're shit out of luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's it for me. Uh, Thomas, take us home. Twenty five seconds. Uh, follow at Y Jump and at TR Shock, uh, and I don't know Tim's. Uh, peace. Tim's a wide man. Tim's a wide man guy. So. You want to talk to me, just hit up the wide man Twitter.
Um, and that's it for another uh, Tim and Tom After Dark. We'll see you later, boys. <laughs>